Are you open to receive? Frustrated with your pain or injury? That sucks, but I'm here to help. Hi, my name is Denise DeShetler and I'm a body worker and educator. Why is it so hard to find the care we need to feel better? Most of my clients have asked that question for years until we started working together. Now I'm gonna help you find those answers. I'll explore different health disciplines and chat with talented practitioners. We'll share our insights and practical advice to help you get the results you need to feel good again. Because seeking the right care for your health can be a pain in the arse. But with me, your wellness journey will turn into a fun-filled adventure. Buckle up, baby, for the Passionate Health Advocate Show. Welcome, listeners, and thanks for joining. I'm happy you're here. I want to wish you all a happy new year. This is the Passionate Health Advocate Show's first episode in 2021. We are going to kick off this year with something a little different. Introducing Health Success Stories. Health Success Stories are episodes where everyday people turn into their own health advocate superstar. Now, each month, the Passionate Health Advocate Show will bring you two episodes, a layperson's experience in the health success story, and continue with expert advice in the adventure series. Let's begin our first health success story episode. I'm here with Shannon Lee, a 49-year-old Florida resident and holistic family health coach. Her favorite book series is The Library. 22 years ago, Shannon suffered from Gulf War illness and PTSD. Today, we are going to hear how she overcame her illness and turned her life around. Hi, Shannon. Thank you so much for being here and being willing to share with our audience your health success story. Hi, Denise. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to have a chat with you. Great. So, Do you want to tell us all about your story? It sounds really intriguing, and I can't even imagine uh, what your journey must be like. So would you like to tell us about it? Absolutely. Thank you. Um, Yeah, so I was in uh, the first Gulf War. I was enlisted in the Navy. I'm a Navy uh, Gulf War veteran from, um, I was in from 1991 to 1996, and um, the... uh, Back then, they were uh, had just started actually coming out of of that particular war, and uh, but there was concern that there could always be a resurgence. And so when I went in, I had um, basically just was had been going to school, been going to college for a number of years, and um, was paying all those you know exorbitant, don't know what I want to do courses, <laughs> you know. Right the uh what do they call them the electives and and those that you have to have and and that kind of thing and so I just I was tired of that I was always more of a hands-on person so I decided I was going to join the Navy and actually I did it very abruptly I left I had a choice to leave six months later or six days later and so I chose to leave six days later wow yeah so um so that was kind of uh hasty, but it was a decision that I made and I was, I was happy to do it, happy to make it. So I got on the plane, left for Orlando, Florida, had my boot camp, And, um, when we got 
<clears throat> excuse me, through boot camp was three months and um, got our orders to go where we were going. I was sent out to California, to San Diego, and um, to Miramar, which at that time was Top Gun. And um, I spent, you know, a couple years there. While we were there, um, you know, you go through a certain number of, um, you know, medical things that they, they have you do when you first come in. Of course, you have a, a readiness, a PRT readiness and, and those kind of things. And uh, so they gave us a bunch of um, inoculations up one side of our arms and down the others was literally like 10 on each side. And we weren't really told what it was for other than that if there was a resurgence or you had to go overseas, that it was going to protect you from uh, biological agents over there that were not um, you know, found in the United States. So you don't really ask a lot of questions because they tell you, you don't really ask a lot of questions. <laughs> so, um, and you don't talk about it. And the sad thing though, is that a lot of people like um, were told we, you don't talk about it and um, that it never happened and that it never happened to the extent that it wasn't put even in their medical records. And so a lot of people, unfortunately, you know, they suffer from Gulf War illness or Gulf War syndrome today, but they have no way to prove, you know, that they ever got those inoculations. So, um, and there's a lot of variables that come into that, you know, people that actually did go over there that had, um, you know, burning um, oil and drums and, and different other biological chemicals and agents that they were exposed to um, that, they've had to deal with uh, in their bodies and, and what that looked like. And typically it's an autoimmune, you know, and metabolic um, response, a dysfunction and response. So, um, yeah, but it didn't happen, you know, the, the decline in health didn't happen right away. I mean, number one, I was just 20, you know, some years old. So I was very young <clears throat> and always had been very active, was an athlete all throughout you know, my younger years through high school and college and even played in the military. Um, I was actually the only girl on an intramural men's soccer team. <laughs> so that was interesting. Um, so I, I had, you know, kept up my physical activity, but after, uh, about, after about three years, the third or fourth year, I started really um, feeling the effects of course, I didn't know what that was. You know, I didn't know what it was from at that time. It just, I started feeling very, very tired um, and my body hurt, um, joints hurt, couldn't sleep, insomnia, um, restless leg syndrome, like weird little neurological tics and, um, you know, IBS at times, gastrointestinal problems, um, skin rashes, like random skin rashes that itch like crazy and, can't do much about them. Um, you don't know what triggers them and where, you know, where they're coming, why they're coming and, and that kind of thing. So um, after about a year or so, a couple years, probably going through that and just feeling more and more exhausted and more and more pain and just got to the point where like on the weekends, I would be sleeping 14 hours and wake up and still be exhausted. I mean, I was just... Yeah didn't even want to move out of bed. So it was, it got to be very um, depressing actually. So then you're dealing with all that, you know, um, and of course your hormones are completely a mess 
although you, you know you're not really thinking about all those things because I didn't come from that kind of background you know I'm I'm from a little town in upstate New York and you know we were um meat and potatoes people and you know um German Irish Dutch background mm -hmm. <laughs> so, um probably similar to uh similar to mine actually. yeah <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um yeah I've, I've heard that ohio and new york are very similar in in weather yes. and in people so yeah um and so yeah so i didn't you know have a lot of you know we didn't have a lot of education about that kind of stuff you know we we took basic health class which taught you nothing and um so I went to the VA, of course, like every veteran does, right? And told them everything that I was feeling. And, and of course, they are happy to send you through every single test known to man and possible and take your blood and this fluid and that fluid. And uh, after that, I came back and it was, um, well, you're in perfect health. These, mm. your, your blood, everything is healthy. Liver enzymes are healthy. Your thyroid, is, everything was good. Everything was good. So this they uh termed an emotional condition they didn't actually really? have yeah a name for it they just said what you have is an emotional condition i said so what you're saying is that this is all in my head and they're like yeah and we can give you some drugs for that um you know and whatever the formulation of you know psych drugs at the time is is what they offered which um i declined because I didn't agree with them and uh, as far as what their their determination was I'm like I'm not imagining this this is my body and I live in it every single day so it's not my imagination um, you touch my body it hurts when you touch me it, it literally hurts your skin um, so you don't want to be touched and um, <clears throat> so that was very disheartening though, you know, mm -hmm. very disheartening. And um, I just have walked out of the, you know, the VA hospital and was just like in tears. I'm like, I don't know what to do, but I'm going to figure it out. So, um, you know, and when you, you draw that line in the sand and you decide that you're going to figure something out and do something about it, the universe kind of responds to you and, uh, and shows you the way. And so shortly after that, I um, met a friend uh, through work and she was a, um, she had been going to nursing school. So she was kind of like a little health geek. And, <laughs> and so we turned into health geeks together and um, we ended up going to Texas. I had, you know, this, um, I had a real love, I have a real love for animals. And um, at the time when I'd gotten out of the military, you know, there's certain things that the military will do for you when it comes to college. And uh, I had decided, I was thinking about going to Texas A&M for veterinary school and that I wanted to go out to Houston. And uh, you have to be a resident of Texas for about a year before you can apply to any of their state schools. But if you did that at that time and you could get your GI bill and they, uh, you could go to school for free as well. Nice. So yeah, it was a really nice program and that was my plan. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but that's not what happened. So uh, anyways, we ended up going out there. I worked a short job with a veterinary clinic. The guy closed things down. It really wasn't for me. But in the meantime, she had gotten on a job uh, with a company called Ayurvedic Concepts back then. 
and um, your friend, your friend, yeah. Got on. okay. Yeah, she had got on with them um, because of her nursing background. And so she started bringing all their products um, back to the house. And we, you know, she had to learn about them. And we were, of course, experimenting. And so I was the guinea pig. <laughs> we both were the guinea pigs. But, you know, obviously I had a lot more issues uh, than she had. She didn't have any issues at the time. So I was the guinea pig. And, um, but uh, after a couple of months, after about 60 days, I would say, and taking their products and really being uh, strict and disciplined about what it was that we were doing uh, through functional nutrition and detox and um, those different protocols, uh, after three weeks, the symptoms started uh, disappearing just one by one. Nice. Um, yeah, from about, you know, three to four weeks up to 60 days and then 90 days. And, and we just kept going. And then, um, as I said, the veterinary thing didn't really work out for me, but I was able to get a position with that company as well. They had opened up about 12 retail stores in the greater Houston area, and uh, someone had left one of the stores. And because I had such an amazing recovery and had such great story, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I was really able to, um, to sell the products because I had such a belief. I was just a, a walking product of the product. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. And we still, uh, actually, we still recommend those products today. We still use those products today and, um, they're awesome and just as effective. And we had to get a little bit of a, um, informal education in Ayurvedic uh, medicine, which of course is, you know, a 3000 year old, um, probably one of the oldest um, written medical practices that is, um, are still around today and, and extremely effective, you know, as Deepak Chopra, right? <laughs> yeah, well, actually we, we had an episode um, earlier this year uh, with an Ayurvedic practitioner. So some of the listeners may have known or can go back to that after this episode um, as a resource. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So um, yeah, so then after that, I just, uh, you know, worked at that job and kept learning. And this was kind of the boom of the supplement industry. And so, um, because we are health geeks and we just kind of would, that would be what we do. We, you know, the internet would just had started really pumping out some information and we kind of scourged through it and, and learn what we could from, you know, PubMed and these different things that were out there. And, uh, and so we started helping people, um, you know, as a kind of side job to help them with their chronic health issues. And, um, and we just kind of kept growing that and learning as more and more supplements came out, learning more about the body, how they worked in the body, what they did, and um, you know, using them on ourselves and, and other people uh, that were open to whatever. They're like, hey, I, the doctor has no, no options for me. I'm, I'm not taking this drug that gives me 15 other side effects you know, to go along with it. So um, uh, I'm open to suggestions. And, you know, everything is, is subjective because of people's environment. And that's mm -hmm. really one of the biggest uh, factors in everything that you, you do, you know, when it comes to the scenario is the same, you go to the doctor, he says, you know, you fill out 20 pages and, and talk to him for five minutes and tell him, well, these are the symptoms that I'm having. 
And all he knows is what he has learned from the pharmaceutical companies. Well, this is what we use for this particular symptom, this symptom, and you know they have their labels and their names. And it's the same in the supplement industry. You're just using a, um, a natural, organic, whatever you wanna call it, um, uh, raw material to help balance out the body. Um, and so that's, obviously the main difference between alternative and um, alternative medicine in your, in your regular Western allopathic medicine as well. So, um, and many of their products originally started with, you know, the good stuff, but it has turned into, you know, a sort of alchemy practice over, you know, many, many years. And so there's just small constituents in, in what they do that, um, help alleviate symptoms but it as i said it's it's adding 15 other side effects that are affecting your liver at the same time so your liver is just bombarded with toxins that it can't even do its regular fat burning function and um and cleansing function because it's so overloaded and that really i believe is part of the uh inception the cause of you know the um the massive um, weight problems that we've had. It's just one of the things. I mean, a lot of the other things is misinformation. I think, you know, I'm old enough to have gone through the eighties, uh, no fat fad. <laughs> and, um, and that no fat fad actually, you know, killed my aunt uh, because she was so like literally dying to be thin. But a lot of the, um, you know, the materials and, chemicals in those products that she consumed um, on a regular basis literally killed her. Wow, I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah, yeah, that's, yes, for those of us that have been alive in the 80s, I do remember that time period. Um, and I think, again, it's misinformation. Um, thank you for sharing that. Oh, yeah, it's the passionate health advocate dance break. Now get up and shake your thing. I want to touch base quickly on explaining, you were talking about your symptoms, explain, uh, did you finally get diagnosed? And what is the diagnosis? What are people that you experienced? What was that diagnosis that you were going through? Yeah, at the time they didn't have names for it, um, mm -hmm. but eventually it became uh, chronic fatigue, CFS and fibromyalgia, um, you know, metabolic syndrome, um, were you know some of the the terms that came out of all of that and um yeah so i just uh fortunately i think because i had really the key was the detoxification to start because you have to get out what should not be in right because if you don't it's always going to be blocking you know the metabolic processes and so everything really boils down to um, toxicity and deficiency, literally. 
um, the thing is people don't really know what to use and the proper amounts to use them. And, you know, you always go through some kind of healing crisis when you're doing a detox, that's, right. you know, you don't notice it when it's going in, you might've got a headache or like a weird pang there, or, you know, and you're like, Oh, what was that? And, but it goes away. So you don't really think about after it goes away. So when it's coming back, you know, out the other, the other way, yeah, you don't feel so good because everything is coming out all at one time. And so there's a serious healing crisis that you have to deal with and you have to be, you know, ready to take on that battle and know that once you get through it, you're going to feel a whole lot better. You're going to have a lot more energy. You're going to be able to sleep better. Um, you're going to be able to lose weight because all that garbage is not hanging around in your system. Wow. Yeah, that's, a, that's intense, but there is a, a, the other side, you made it to the other side. Sounds yeah. like, oh my gosh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it is kind of, you know, it can be a little unnerving and a little scary because you're like, whoa, you know, what's going on? Um, I you just, you don't know what you don't know. And so that's, that's kind of like, am I going to die in this, <laughs> you know, cause you just feel horrible, you know, and you just, you don't even like, don't want to eat anything. Don't want to, you know, just don't even want to do anything. And so sometimes people just retreat back because it feels so crappy to go through the healing crisis. Mm -hmm. But as mm -hmm. I said, when you push on through it and you just, you keep going, it's so worth, it's so worth it. Wow. Well, you're definitely a proof of that. So I just want to um, sum up a little bit. So for listeners, you started having symptoms after you joined the Navy, correct? And yeah. so, yeah. And I know it's, it's not really up to us to figure out exactly what, you know, what was the cause, but it sounds like what you are saying is that you started having injections for things that were needed, you know, to go for the Gulf War. Um, and then from there, things just kind of spiraled into you being uh, very miserable, having horrible symptoms. And so from what you chose, okay, I'm not finding the answers by seeking help with the VA. So you chose to do alternative medication through Ayurveda and other things experimenting. So it sounds like your journey was, okay, I'm going to start eliminating toxins out of my body because I can't function this way. Is that, yeah. is that what you would say is kind of your journey, what you went through? Yeah, absolutely. And I had other than just those vaccinations. So it's, it's good point that you bring that up. Yeah. I had those vaccinations. Number one, Gulf War illness wasn't even coined until, you know, 15, 20 years later, who knows how long it took them to coin it, but I didn't know about it mm -hmm. until I read someone's, um, someone did a report on it when the, the people that were in the lab that had put those, um, those vaccines together, they came out and started saying, telling um, publicly what was in them. So it was everything from anth anthrax and bubonic plague and swine flu and bird flu and everything under the sun that you can imagine. Wow. <laughs> That's yeah. what was put in there. And so um, everybody remembers the anthrax scare, right? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, how, what does that look like, you know, in your body? How does that affect your body? How does it affect your brain? You know, your nervous system, all of those things, they're all affected by these different chemicals and toxins. And that's why when I talk about the environment, 
and the environment is yes, what's around you on the outside of you, but we're sponges. So we take in every single thing, you know, from the atmosphere, from the environment, what we ingest as food, what we ingest as, you know, liquid, what we breathe and what we exhale and, and all of that all contributes to how you feel, you know, on a day-to-day -day basis, which is your energy. What does your energy feel like? And that's kind of the other, the other portion of, um, you know, what I was dealing with, which was extremely low energy. And it's, it's the voltage, you know, where mm -hmm. what's the sparks going on in, in each individual cell. And when there's, you know, pathogens and chemicals that are, you know, hindering the um, biological responses within your own body, then your voltage is extremely low, which, which kind of corresponds to your resonance as well. So all of these things, you know, are, are interrelated in the whole scheme of health, which is um, why I look at the whole thing as holistic because you are, you know, your arm is not separated from the rest of your body and the Western world likes to kind of split you up into pieces, but you're actually one whole person. And, um, and I've actually, after the 22 years, have have come to a conclusion in a sense that your, your wellness is hundred percent mental. And so to me, that means that, you know, the battle for your life begins in your mind and your body doesn't go where your mind doesn't push it. Okay. Okay. That's good to know. That's good to know. Thank you for that insight. And um, how are you feeling now? So it's been 22 years, everything that you've done, how would you say you're living now? Do you have any flare-ups? Do you have any symptoms? Did things come and go? How are you living with it now? No, after that initial, I mean, I've, I've kept going, you know, so basically at at whatever age it was, I think I was uh, probably 30, 31 or so, um, I decided that that was something that was worth, your health was worth fighting every day for, you know? So it was like, you know, for me, you know, making those decisions of what are you gonna do? Do you choose to live or do you, and it seems extreme, do you choose to live or do you choose to die, right? So it's everything that you put in your mouth well, I know that this is having a positive effect on my body or a negative effect on my body. So I decide to, you know, do better, you know, when I'm presented that choice and you're not going to, you know, you're not going to do it hundred percent of the time, but if you do it 80% of the time, 90% or get better and better over time, it gets easier and easier. Right. Yes. So, yes. I do agree with that. Yeah. Once you start to see, uh, positive effects happening in your life it does get easier yeah exactly and then you want to feel that more and more so as your energy gets higher and higher and your vibration goes up you're like wow you want you want to feel that way all the time right mm -hmm. <laughs> why do you because you take that one step you know off that wagon and you're like oh I feel awful you know and you yeah. you remember that feeling you're like I'm done with that I'm done mm -hmm. with that too and you can easily easily step away from it and and it's not a big deal. So I have not had uh, flare-ups. The PTSD was a little bit, um, took a little bit longer to deal with um, because it is an emotional um, response. That is an emotional response. It's a, you know, trauma response or, or that kind of thing. And when we get into, you know, PTSD, it is, um, it's not a mental health issue. It's actually an event 
that happened because of the hormones of stress that were uh, released at a particular time or moment in time that you felt uh, extreme uh, stress. And so it gets, um, it gets registered in, um, in the mind, it gets registered in the head, but it also gets registered in the heart. And so uh, it's, and it gets set up in the energy, um, the energy body, so to speak, and it gets kind of lodged in there. Um, and there's a lot that kind of goes into that. But uh, so I worked through the PTSD with uh, energy healing as opposed to just, um, you know, physical detox diet, functional nutrition kind of protocol, because you have to, you have to deal with it a little bit differently. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, congratulations on your journey. I think that's really remarkable. And I think people listening are, you know, there's something to take away from that. And, uh, what is, what would you say are your biggest, uh, lessons? I mean, you kind of, you kind of been saying stuff, but like, if you had to sum up your biggest lessons, your personal journey through that, what would that be? Mm. Well, I would say, you know, don't be so hard on yourself, number one, but at the same time, you know, be accountable to yourself in, in your health goals, because we all know that if you don't have your health, you can't really have that joy, you know, for anything else in your life, because you, the, the pain is just overwhelming, you know, or the inconvenience is overwhelming or whatever it is, it's where your mind is going because your mind is focused on whatever your issue is, whatever that problem is, if it's that you're carrying around too much weight or you're, you have this chronic illness and you know, you're just dealing with that on a daily basis, it can, it can overtake your mind, you know, and keep you so focused on it. And that's a bad place to go because as I said, when your, the, your health begins in your mind, you have to have that mindset of positivity because there's a whole chemical reaction and biological reaction that, that happens in the mind to either um, bring you down mm-hmm. or keep you up. And so the more that you, you feed into those negative thoughts and the pain and, and all these things, what you focus on is what you bring to yourself. And so, true. yeah. And so you really need to keep your head in a good place, um, in order to, to overcome the battle. Wow. Such great insight. I mean, from your personal journey, it's really remarkable. And I know that you are now helping other people. You have a podcast. Um, but I just wanted people to, to hear your story. And I think it's so, you know, I feel very honored that you shared that with us today and I think a lot of people, especially uh, veterans out there, knowing there's another way and there's ways to get resources. Um, but it definitely starts with uh, the way if you want it and you want to help yourself and save your health and save your life. Yeah, that's yeah, it's pretty remarkable. Thank you so much, Shannon. Is there anything else you want to leave with our audience? Any tips or anything you want to share before we go? Um, yeah, you just said, you know, you kind of summed it up right with what you just said and that you have to want it. 
Mm -hmm. really do. You have to want it and what you want, you go after. And, um, and if you go after it um, and just, you, you don't give up because eventually the answers will come to you. And just like the universe did to me, it, it brought them to me. And so I'm a, I'm a firm believer in, in resonance. And if you're looking for something and you know, the universe will bring it to you um, as long as you're open to receive it. Mm, that is a huge point. I'm glad you, you put that out there because uh, things will come to you. You may not know in what shape or form they're going to be. So be open if this is what you want. Yeah. 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 Uh, and don't think that just because a majority of people might be saying, this is the right way this way. It doesn't necessarily mean that that's the truth. Yes. Or right for you. One thing that or we talk right about a lot in this show is um, I'm always uh, getting more information and more resources for people because we're not all one, 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 one size fits all. That's Everyone's right. different. So just pay attention to what resonates with you. And Shannon did exactly that. And I'm so glad it worked. And now you're, you're helping others to do the same. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Thanks for inviting me. You're very welcome. Thanks for joining the Passionate Health Advocate Show with your host, Denise DeShutler. Like what you hear? Then subscribe, rate, and review this podcast.